Okay, I just want to say thanks to everyone uh, who took the time, who's taken the time to listen to the Tour de Todd Cycling Podcast. This is the first episode, and uh, truly I feel blessed uh, to uh, work with the folks here at Pod Populi. Okay, so I've had this on my mind for a minute. Um, I am a cycling nut, as my wife and friends would say. I follow it like religion, okay? And um, I've raced all over the place, like I've said, um, and I've ridden my bike all over the place. But just moving back to South Florida, um, I think is the most beautiful place in the country. Some people may disagree. You have a right to your opinion. This is my podcast. So, um, of course, I always want to get, how would you say, deep into the riding culture of South Florida. Um, It is a beautiful culture to me. It's a mixture of everybody and their mama. And so I really enjoy that. The rides are hard. Um, They're fun. Yeah, they're flat. But I want to see you come here and try and get on this ride and act like it ain't nothing. And you'll probably be sent home with your tail between your legs because I definitely got that the first three months I was back down in Florida. Um, But there's something that I noticed. And let let me put it this way. The name of this episode is, it is so apt, it is The Gatekeeper. And there's a reason for that, because it's something that I've never seen ever in all my years of racing a bike, training. I've never seen a training ride that has a gatekeeper when it comes to getting into a pace line. And let me tell you something. I would go home after I you know, I'd get on this ride and it's just one particular ride on A1A. It just it just caught my eye. I jump in and I ride and it's a lot of fun people. And. I would move to the, I would move forward. I started to get some fitness and I move to the front and I see a pace line. I'm like, I'm going to jump in that mug. But there was a guy right in front of me and he was thinking the same thing. And he tried to jump in that pace line and guess what happened? He got rejected by the gatekeeper. Okay. So today what we have here are the, we have one, the man Flacco who started the ride, but we also have, Lord have mercy, this man, (laughs) WWE, I'm talking, you know what? You go right, he's going to give you a left. This is the, I actually have the gatekeeper here. This is the man with the lock and key. And I want them to introduce themselves. Flaco, you first. Oh, well, my real name is Johnny Hernandez. Yes, and right? I go by Flaco and the South Florida Cycling. So that's how pretty much everybody knows me. They don't know about my name. So, how long have you been riding? Well, I've raced for 16 years. Yeah. So now lately I just do ride, I don't race yeah. lately. So, you just love that bike. I just love to run my bike. I'm with just, you. And then trying to keep it fit, you know. Dude, I understand that, my brother. <laughs> okay, I'm looking over here to my left, and he's smiling right now. But you cross him on a ride, and my man may put you, put you in the seats. Uh, I want you to introduce yourself. I, I know you, as, as my name for you is the gatekeeper, okay? But what is your name? And talk to me about how, how long you've been riding. So my name is Scott. Um, actually, uh, Flacco's partner. Um, mm-hmm. I've been on riding about seven years. Really? And you call me the gatekeeper. We call it the lock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too far off. <laughs> no, no, you're there. Okay, okay, okay. So tell me this. Who can tell me um, how long has this, this ride been running? A little less than a year. Okay. Started after COVID because we wanted a safe ride, um, and both from a health perspective but also from a biking safety perspective. Yeah. So where does it start and where does it end? Oh, a star in A1A and Sunrise. Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. And then 
we usually go when the weather's better. We go to the inlet, back to the Publix in Palm Beach, yeah. and then we head south. And everybody pretty much when we get to sunrise, whatever. Some people like just there's you know they go different way depending where you meet the ride. Yeah, so that's pretty much how it is. Tell me this: how 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 fast is the ride? Um, and go from there. It could be between I would say twenty five to th- twenty nine thirty. It's all depending how. The wind, but most of the time we're trying to be in the range 27, 26 something. So we, our main thing is not to drop people. Our main yeah. is because we we call the ride the East Side Mafia ride. So we just a group of people. We just get along together and we just have fun on the bike. And you just you know just we just if you get flat we stop. If you part of our group, yeah. if you jump in, we don't know you, we're not going to stop. Yeah. But our group stay together. We ride together and stay together. And that's how pretty much how it is. How many, how, okay, so when I'm going on these rides, when I go on this ride, it's Saturday morning. I usually catch you guys coming up uh, A1A at around south of Lake Worth Beach, okay? So I, I jump in Late. and- I'm thinking, yeah, late. But yeah, I said, we're, we're 45 miles in. <laughs> Damn. But I always go back with you guys. I always go to Deerfield Beach with you guys. So when I get in, I'm looking at a group. I see coming, I'm thinking 50, 60 people. Is that average? And how big has this place gotten? Well, it went from three to 10 to 20, and it just got bigger and bigger. Pretty much our average is like, can be 60. 70, depend how, yeah. you know how it goes sometimes, but yeah. it's the average would say 50. 50. Probably the largest, close to 100, which yeah. was too large. Yeah. Wow. Considering when I'm thinking of that, and I always think when I'm on the ride, I'm like, dang, this is a really big group. Then I see other groups, other rides on, the, on A1A, and they're just as big. Is, it, is cycling, has cycling always been big in South Florida up A1A? Yeah, that's pretty much how. Yeah. It's just... They have a bunch of different rides. Yeah. yeah and then as cycling is becoming bigger and bigger, you see more people want to be out on the bike and yeah. get fit. Yeah. And then you have it that cyclists want to be, they want to race, they want to be. So they, you know how it goes. So yeah. it just they just want to yeah. jump in the cool ride and then want to think they a race. So that's the thing that we, our, our ride is not a race. Yeah. It's a ride. Yeah. So I, we make sure to tell people, this is not a race. If you want to race, you go race and show up at race. Don't yeah. hear, come here and this is a ride. Yeah. To try it, whoever want to try it with us and yeah. fit, that's, that's pretty much our main goal and safe. Okay. And this is going to get me back to where I, this whole episode is about you too. All right. So on this ride, there is a pace line up front. And that's- usually I see it's about 15, 20 people that are in there. But what I always see is there's this guy back there who don't play around. His name is Scott. Now I know his name. Now, where did you guys decide to put the lock, as you call it, but I'm calling it the gatekeeper? Because you know what? You're like the Wizard of Oz, okay? You, you have all the trinkets that everybody wants, and it's up to you to let them in. So when did you guys decide to put that in, and how has it worked? Well, first, we, like when we started with... Our, our group, we just rotate and pretty much like few guys. Now everybody rotate. So when the group got bigger, so pretty much kind of like it would just also say, Scott said, why, I said, Scott, why you didn't stay there? And then, so they like a lock in the, in the race. So you stay in the lock, don't let nobody pass. We rotate in the front. And then everybody either have to ask you, have to ask me. 
they just how it works. You, you just can't jump in it. You just have to ask me or thing. And sometimes, like, he don't know a lot of writers, so he would tell me, Flacco, can I, this guy can go and say, okay, yeah, let him get in. Yeah. And then sometimes you see people that can write and, you, and they want to join, yeah. and we let in and we make sure that you follow the rules. Yeah. Don't just try to, do, like, when you follow a person, you follow the person. You just don't, if it's a gap, you don't jump and try to close the gap. It yeah. just, you stay and you, you guide the whole time that you in the rotation. Okay, talk to me about these rules here. I, I want to make sure that everybody that listens to this, and of course the gatekeeper over here, he's ready to, he's chomping at the bit to talk about. What are the rules? Well, oh gosh, I don't know if I remember all the rules, but it wasn't just the two of us that came up with the rules. We actually got together. Yeah. It was four people, five people that actually sort of came up with the rules when it got too big, yeah. when it got up to like 100. We were like, this is just too many people. Yeah. So basic rules. Um, you know, We never ride more than two abreast. We've got the lock in order to get in the pace line, um, either Flacco or one of those other people that sort of uh, got together at the sort of the commission, I guess. Um, if they could say, hey, I know that I know Todd can ride so he can go on the pace line. Yeah. So as long as you could be spoken for in terms of someone knew your skills, you can get up in the pace line. <laughs> You're bona fide. <laughs> right. And I, there's sort of, I guess, the great thing is I have a good memory. Yeah. So I'm really good with names. And so I'm also... Um, I'm not just a lock from a security perspective, but I'm also coaching back there. Yeah. Like if someone's late on a pole, yeah. you know, when they come back through, I'll let them know, Hey, you're a little late, pick it up or you're slowing as you pull through yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, some of the other rules are, Oh, that it's a no drop ride. Um, there really aren't that many rules. Yeah, this is just simple. It's a common sense rule, common sense rule. That's that what I was say. It has to be, some people just don't have a common sense, I guess. You have to tell them, but, you know, it's just simple stuff. Nothing out of the – just follow the rules and the road. Yeah. Because we got to remember, it's car. They always get, oh, they're right, they're right, and as we get hammered about it because and the police harass us all the time. Yeah. So we have to make sure everything is right so we don't get we're not, we're not, we're not contributing to the problem yeah. more than it already is being so, on bikes. Well, one thing I do respect out of this ride for sure is that you guys always stop at the lights no matter what. There's yes. no running lights, and nope. you don't have that nonsense. In no. fact, y'all will say something. Oh no, I've you seen won't. you say something mm-hmm. to people. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, if they're you know, if they're not with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like sometimes, like we get it, and then we pass a rider, and then when they get to a light, they run a red light, and we're like, "What are you doing, dude? Like, yeah. I mean, just like you ruin our reputation because we out yeah. the riders, we out our yeah. riders. So you kind of stop and like wait for a second. What is the whole point about it? So yeah. just. I think it's important, too, just because I'm thinking about this as the moment. We keep saying guys, but there are a lot of girls on the right. Oh, there too. is. Yeah. There's a lot <laughs> of strong, strong women. Lot, yeah. and, there's you, a national champion. There's some state champions. Yep, no. yep. And actually, I'm going to do a podcast on just strictly ladies on you know racing and riding. And so I'm going to probably tap with you guys yeah, to yeah. Find, find a couple of folks that will talk to me about that. Because I just think it's awesome. I've seen some really strong ladies on these up, rides. Up there on the baseline. No joke. Like yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. You're thinking like... There's a bunch of guys that are very strong, and they are, they are rotating yeah. the whole time. And I mean, they're strong. They're just strong. And, and they just love it. It's just- okay. We were talking before we came on air about a situation. Now, it's funny because Flacco said sometimes people just don't have common sense. Um, I have seen a couple of instances where the gatekeeper has had to put his foot down. He's had to lock the gate on folks. Talk to me about, there's especially one, we don't have to mention any names. Yeah. It's just out of respect for, for everybody else Absolutely. in the situation. But there was one instance where it was some harsh words. It was some, I don't care what you say. This is our ride. You're going to follow it or not. Talk to me about because this one blew my mind. I'm still laughing about it. 
Well, so that's sort of what happens a lot of the times is everybody sort of thinks they want to jump in the pace line because there are a lot of strong riders up there. We yeah. totally get that. Yeah. And I, and, and we have sort of what we call the club members um, that sort of have the jerseys yeah. on. And so we try to say to everyone, hey, don't wait till they get to me. Like as they're trying to come up into their pace line, yeah. say, hey, this is a pace line ride. You yeah. can't just get in. You have to be approved. Oftentimes that doesn't work. So they get to me. And this was a situation where someone wanted to be up in the pace line. My assessment I didn't know him just by looking how he rode. He wasn't going to be in the pace line and he wasn't taking no for an answer. And I always start out and I explain that it's a pace line and, you know, we sort of laugh when it gets to the point where I'm swearing. It's because like, how many times do I have to tell you no? And that particular day, the person introduced themselves. Yep. Um, and I'm going to say, this is going to sound awful. Like I cared. I mean, if you can't ride, you can't ride because the, the lock was set there as part of security and the safety for the rider. So that, they know that no one else is going to be on there. You know, when they're supposed to go, they can pull. They don't have to worry about it. And that's that's my goal, and that's how I see it. And so whatever I have to do to protect the riders up front, that's what I do. And the day you're talking about was good enjoyment. Oh, my gosh. It was comedy, <laughs> dude. He didn't want to hear no for an answer. You don't tell me no. I was like, dude, you messing with the wrong fella, man. <laughs> that's how it is. No, it, it and it's, I don't want to be that way. I mean, and I always start out by saying, guys, it's a baseline. You know, this isn't a group ride. Yeah. You can't, you know, if you want to ride in our group, it's fine. Ride behind me. Yeah. You know, from that point on, it's a group line, but in front of you, it's a pace line. Yeah. And we just have, you know, expectations in terms of who can ride up there. Not bad. Tell me this. Um, is this something that is just specific to South Florida? Because I've never seen it before. Do you no, think it is? Uh, no. I mean, we have a lot of group rides. They are fast and they do pace line, yeah. but they don't have they don't have a lock. Like wow. yeah, they don't have a lock. This is something I first time I see it, and I have been raised in Florida and I know all the group ride. Yeah, yeah. That's a hammer ride, yeah. and there's all the type of ride, but I never see it. Yeah, it's, to my knowledge, I never see it. So, and it's just funny that you mentioned it now that you never see it before, and I didn't, we didn't never thought about it. It just happened and natural, yeah. and then just. That's it was really for safety. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's just pretty much the safety. What do you, well, tell me this. What do you guys think of uh, Florida rides, South Florida rides? Um, do you have any, any favorites that you guys like? Well, um, there's a couple of rides. They are like fast. It's all dependent whatever choice you want. Yeah. If you want a crazy ride, yeah. there's a ride from Aventura that used to be, I don't know, back to when I used to race, yeah. we would go to Aventura and start out Aventura Mall and we'd go our way to Miami to the Key. Uh, the Kibis King and then back and there was insane they were ruining a red light I mean it's like it was joking to call the suicide ride the suicide I mean there's just no joke 30 miles now and it's just I mean you would go through the red light but you would have to kind of like guess in and if you no that was crazy <laughs> are you serious yeah. okay. and that's the favorite ride for everybody because it's like if you're not a good rider and you open a gap, they go fast, you don't close a gap. You're going to be dropping. Then you left behind. Because remember, you go through all in A1A, uh, A1A when yeah. you go to Miami, you go through uh, Carson, the, the Bridge Carson, whatever, yeah. and, and through the whole beach. It's just a lot of turn. And if you don't, if you don't know the area, you get lost and you have to turn around. So, and it's very fast. But there, there are some great rides. That's, just a, that's a bad example. Yeah. Of a, what's, a, what's a good ride for you, Scott? Well, there are some rides out west. Yeah, they they have the uh, big wheel ride on Sunday. Yeah, and it's it's a not a good ride. And they uh, whoever win the ride, they giving a chicken, a plastic chicken that you wear in the sea until you lose for, it. Yeah, so use pretty much the king of the of the ride. Are you serious? Yeah, and they have another one on Saturday in Weston, 
and they have the flyers call and they have a road runner. So if you win, you have a road runner and you in the back of your seat is the the beach, you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the I did big a, thing. I used to do a ride uh in Atlanta, just outside of Atlanta, and it would come down to a sprint most times. And if you won it was. It started in the parking lot of an Italian restaurant. So you won a Stromboli if you won the sprint for the end. Wow. So it was, I was always, and I was a <clears throat> broke college student. So I'm always trying to win the sprint. So at least I got a meal for tonight, right? Right. Okay. So yeah. Um, let's wrap this up. Let's. Let me ask you this. Um, if you could tell any anyone that's listening to this about your ride or rides, period, what would you tell them in South Florida? I would say that just trying to obey the law and just follow rules so we as a writer don't get harassed all the time. Because yeah. you get a lot of people that just so inconsiderate. I mean, it just, it's just not that hard to be considerate. And I just, you know, just be safe and then don't go do crazy stuff. It just yeah. ride your bike and have fun and enjoy well, it. And probably That's what good. I'd say is I think most of the rides are very inviting. Yeah, People yeah. want you to ride in the group. Yeah. You know, everybody likes the company of it. Yeah. But just sort of find your place. Yeah. You know, don't push too hard. Yeah. I like that. That's great advice, to be honest with you. Yeah. I just want to say thank you guys for uh, for coming on, man. I, you, you didn't have to. And I was actually, I'm, uh, full disclosure, I was nervous because I was thinking that you guys would not come on. And I was like, I was telling my wife, I was like, I don't think these guys are going to talk. I don't think they're going to talk to me. But you did. And you were you were very cool about it, Flock. You were like, what time? When? Where do you want me yeah. to be? And I'm, and then you bring Scott. I'm like, man, you you over, you overdid <laughs> so it. I was surprised. Yeah, you surprised me, man. Well, and that was when, when you were searching for us on Facebook. Yes, yes. Did you <laughs> did you know about that? Yeah, yeah. That's the people. There's a funny thing because I say they know me. Yeah, they still flack. Oh, this is a guy looking for you. I'm like looking for me. Like what? So well, and you're really looking for the lock. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. And, and I and said, well, they're not going to get the lock. They'll get Flacco. <laughs> Oh man, it was so funny because so many people would hit me up in my DMs. They'd be like, uh, "You want to talk to Flacco?" And I was like, uh, "Who's Flacco?" And I'm like, "I know that name." And I had to think about it for a minute. I'm like, "Is that the tall, skinny dude?" Okay, I know who that is. So then I, I was like, "Okay." Then I started searching for. They gave me your name, so that's when I hit you up. And I was yeah. like, "Can you get me in touch with the with the gatekeeper?" <laughs> Little did I know that's your partner, man. Yeah. That made it a lot easier. Yeah. So that's how. Thank just you. keep it in the family. Thank oh. you. It's been great. Yeah, thank you. I yeah, appreciate thank it. Thank you. Man. Thank you for having us here. You so got it. You got it's it. It's a great time. So, uh, what's next for you guys? We just we do, we just do this every Saturday, so yeah. six o'clock. So that's pretty much our our whole thing. It's Saturday. Everybody waiting for Saturday. Yeah. Where, now, where is it exactly? Because I'm going to be moving down there, and I want to know exactly. So, because I'll ride that ride if I'm not racing. Sunrise. Yeah. And A1A. Yeah. Six o'clock. Saturday. That's where it starts. Yeah. I'll get up early, dude. What time y'all get up? Four uh, thirty. Because <laughs> you know you have to have your coffee. You have to. Have, you can't just go jump in the bike. I would do it, but he like, no, you gotta go. You know, so you take your time. Well, yeah, have coffee. Yeah, little cereal. I'm with Scott. Yeah. I like. To, I, well, I just want to keep it going, well, so but he said no. Ninety five miles. I mean, you can only nourish so much on the bike. Well, wait a minute. Is that it's ninety five? Well, miles? if we go all the way to the Palm Beach Inlet, if we go to the Publix yeah, to the turnaround. It gets us eighty four. Yeah, and some people do hundred. Like they go all the way to seventeen, and they just want to get the hundred. So that's pretty <laughs> um, much how. That's why I said at forty five, you're halfway in when you join us. <laughs> 
I really feel bad now. I'm really not doing it. And then I only ride. I go all the way to the to the inlet and then ride down to Deerfield Beach and then come back home. So I get in about 72, 73. So it's not bad. That's, it's not bad. It's not bad. So 30, 30 will be nothing. Okay, thank you for telling me, for trying to kill me. Thank you again, gentlemen. Thank you, I appreciate thank you. it. You thank you. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, I'm going to need y'all to like and subscribe, okay? Because uh, we want this thing to keep going, uh, the Tour de Todd Cycling Podcast. So wherever you get your podcasts, is that Apple, if that's uh, Spotify, Patreon, you name it, um, I'm going to be there. So uh, give us a listen. Thank you, guys. Have a blessed day. 